and you are listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM. You're joined by Danuna and myself, Lawson. It is has just cracked over 8, 8 a.m. It is 8.04. It is cold. It was cold. I was struggling to get out of bed this morning. Yeah, I was, yeah and it was really foggy today too, wasn't it? Like, I was like <laughs> sitting in my bed with my blankets over my head and like just like popping the top of my head out. And then going, oh, it's so cold. Oh, I don't want to get up. And I, I had, get up, but I want to get up. I had grabbed my phone off my bedside table, and I'm like checking the time, and then closing it and opening it, and and finally, I I just I I this is this is my I I probably described this on radio before, but this is my my plan. This is how I end up doing things I don't want to do, whether it's getting out of bed, getting out of the shower, jumping off tall things, anything like that. I I sit there, I go okay, and I take a breath. I go, <laughs> and then I go three. Two, one, and I, I've just got this thing in my head. Like, if I don't move on the one, then I'm gonna die. And then I just like roll out of bed and like quickly throw my clothes on. It was just really cold in my room. I don't know. Maybe I left a window open or something. But no, it, no, it was a really cold night. I got up and it was so cold freezing, too. Freezing. I, I turned our I turned our heating on straight away. I thought I don't mind mind if it may wake the neighbors this morning. <laughs> yeah. Just by you know the thing the the machine outside, you know the fan that goes yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I thought. Lower, I just need a warm up, but you know. <laughs> but the first thing I do when my alarm goes off, so that I don't sleep in and I can yeah. make it here on time, is I turn my torch on on my phone. That is they smart. Say, yeah, yeah. I was listening to something just recently, um, some um, some kind of news segment that basically that you know in a, you're in a dark room mm. and if you're struggling to literally get up straight mm. away. Like you actually turn on a light, and that because that kicks in, um, you know, that whole wake up system wow. within the brain. And yeah. so that's what I do. I turn my torch on on the phone, and even if I want to lie there for a couple of, you know, you know, a few seconds more, or just another minute more, whatever, that light is waking me to make sure that okay. I I do get up. And then the next thing I do is I get up and I go straight away and put the Big light on in the in the bedroom. So. Oh, true. I just set so, heaps of alarms. Yeah. That's that's my thing. I just set lots and lots How of many alarms. Clocks of you? Like, got oh, there. just like on my phone. It's like, like it's like five oh one, five oh two, five oh three. It's like it, you know, it depends. If I go to bed reasonable time, I'm like, yeah. I don't need to do that. I'll get up early. Yeah, but yeah. if if I go to bed late, if I'm if I'm like right. crunching, I'm you like keep slamming it. Up okay, a okay, mm-hmm. I gotta set some serious alarms because I'll just be so dazed that I won't be able to wake. I'm a really easy and heavy sleeper. Like Same. I fall I can And I'm a long I can tend to be a long sleeper. I too. can just sit on the floor and go to sleep. Like right. I can sit anywhere and go to sleep. I, I, I literally I'm not taking you anywhere I lost sit <laughs> in the plane. I sit in the plane and I sit in my chair and before we've even taken off, I'm gone. Like you're, so you're the snorer in the plane. No, I don't snore. I don't snore. I've never snored before. How do you but, know? But, well, it's because, the other people that know if you snore. Well, you don't know if you snore I, when you're I sleeping. know I don't snore because there's plenty of videos that have come out of me where I've like fallen asleep at like uh, even like a party. I've been at like right. someone's birthday party sitting on the couch fallen asleep and then someone will like they'll start messing with me they'll grab my arm and they'll right. like lift it up straight and my arm will just stay up straight like stuff <laughs> like that just all kinds of stuff because again i fall asleep so easy and then i just stay asleep let's say hey lawson uh-huh. sleep is really important it's for super us. needed yeah, it is. Of course. But look, like I said, I'm not sure I'll take you anywhere with me if you sleep everywhere. <laughs> nah, hey. nah, I'm good. Hey, it's come time for us to go on to our next quiz question. Do you want to give oh, us our next Oh, sure, one? absolutely. It says, according to Levitical law, what percentage of person's wealth belongs to the Lord? 
0491-064-669. This is not only according to Levitical law, but just according to, you know, what Jesus has commanded us to do with our money. It's a fantastic stewardship practice. And there's actually a name for it too. Absolutely. And, and that, that, it, that covers this percentage that we're talking about. So we're looking for the percentage, not the name, but the percentage, the percentage. for that one. Again, according to the Levitical law, what percentage of a person's wealth belongs to the Lord? 0491-064-669 is the number to text if you know the answer to that one. We've got a few different uh, text messages coming through here. The first one we got here from Wayne. He writes, Good morning, Danuta and Lawson. I ask for a special prayer request. Our small church in Queanbeyan, so that's down in Canberra, pastored by Houston. Shout out Houston Ford and his wife as well, Shell, they recently had a baby, and yeah. they're just they're just out there living their best lives. Uh, but yeah, we have been praying for a permanent church building for years. Finally, our church body has given us the go ahead to make a bid for a building tomorrow. Can you please pray for our dream to come true according to God's will? The Bible says, Mark eleven twenty four. Mm. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you will receive them, and you will have them. We believe, Lord. So that's coming in from Wayne. And Wayne would definitely love to pray for you on that and also encourage our listeners to pray as well so that they can get a church building. I also want to read another one too because it's also, uh, re- it seems as though it's it's similar to a prayer request here from Adam. He writes in, Thank you, Faith FM team, for your morning worship time. As I listen to you on my way to work and come into reception as I head to Canberra each morning. So we've got some Canberra listeners um, from Michael Ago. I I hope uh, I hope that's how you say it. Mm. Um, yeah. Hey, let Blake know we miss him. And I found out uh, he he looked after my granddaughter Jasmine, uh, and it's her birthday today. So that's talking about Blake Penland, who we've had on the show here before, and Jasmine, who was working. Uh, I know Jasmine as well, working at the uh, the. Raymond Terrace Mission Church there in Raymond Terrace, which is open and, and you can, you can head on over there too. They've got a beautiful op shop there that you can buy. And plenty they've got of, the juice bar and well, healthy not food. Not a juice bar, too. not a juice bar anymore, oh. but they have replaced, actually they've got a, they've got a bookshop there, which is awesome. Oh, uh, it's Jasmine's birthday today and she is now, you know, she's studying at Avondale. I see Jasmine very regularly at Avondale. Shout out Jasmine. Um, but yeah, Chris and Marina, thank you for, for writing in that one there. And we definitely want to pray for these guys. So yeah, let's uh let's I, I just would like to just give a quick on air prayer, um, particularly mm. for the situation that the church is going through down there in Canberra. Lord and Heavenly Father, I just want to pray particularly for Wayne his church and Pastor Houston uh, as they are trying to put a bid in for a building for their church. And Lord, we just want to uplift their situation. Lord, we know as we read the verse that you are willing to give us what we need if we believe in faith, but also mm. what is according to your will. And mm-hmm. so I just pray earnestly. If this is the right move for them, that you would do a powerful work and show them that and that they their bid would go through and they'll be able to have a place to worship and invite people so that the gospel can go forth. Yes. Thank you for all that you've done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm. Awesome stuff. Hey, guys, if you have any prayer requests, if you have anything to write, any shout-outs, and yeah, we really want to encourage you to write in. Did you, did you see that Adam said that it's minus seven where he is too? Oh, that is insane. 
M- minus seven. Yeah, shout out Canberra. So, yeah. Shout out everyone living in Canberra. And and, and you let know. us know if you're actually getting snow there at the moment or if it's just the frost and you're freezing. Yeah. We're absolutely. hoping you've got some really good heating at home. Yeah, but if you've got snow, that's also that's super fine as well. I've got a bunch of friends who are, who are heading out. There's actually Shreddit running this weekend in the you know Jindamine area. It's a group of young people getting together, worshipping God and going snowboarding too. So awesome stuff. I get to go last year, but uh, this year decided... Uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm saving my money for a different snowboard trip that I'm planning to go on in February overseas. So, but hey, shout out to uh, shout out to the Shredder guy. Shout out to snow. Shout out to cold weather. Hey, if you got anything to uh, to add, if you know, if you want to tell us about your weather situation, any prayer requests, you got Sky writing in. Amen to that prayer. And praise God, you know, for the amazing work that He is doing all around the place. You know, for people who are longing to seek Him. Listening to the breakfast show this morning, and we've we've been talking about the Book of Ephesians. We have been talking about the book of Ephesians, chapter 2. And of course, today what we're going to be talking about is walls. Yesterday we covered about walls being broken down. We talked about the Jerusalem wall that separated the Gentiles from the Jews Mm -hmm. with worship, but how through Jesus Christ he brings two into one, the two divisions, Mm. um, and how that relates to us, of course. And so it's it's talking about how through Jesus Christ we actually get that vertical um, reconciliation with God. um, And then because of that, we then get the horizontal horizontal reconciliation with humanity, yeah, which amen. is so important, isn't it? And so, so today we're just going to touch on that and then also move into the fact that Jesus is the peacemaker. So through Jesus Christ, yes. we can have peace with one another um, because through Jesus, we receive peace. But the whole thing is that Jesus wants us all to have unity, doesn't he? Mm. He wants us to be one. And that body, that, that one, oneness or unity really relates to the church being one body of Christ. Mm. And so uh, we're going to touch more on that even tomorrow about the temple of God, mm. how that how the body of Christ is considered a temple as well. Yeah, and absolutely. So, yeah, just keep staying tuned. Yeah, absolutely. And I think in regards to bringing unity amongst people, you know, we've been highlighting protesting this morning, these yeah. different issues that are dividing our world, whether based on location or behavior or whatever it may be. How can there be unity in those situations? <laughs> You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. So we're continuing our Encounter with God series and looking at some modern, a modern-day story that I think can really bring about a good illustration about peace. And, of course, mm. in France, so the, the, the peace treaty in Versailles, Ooh. which is really interesting. The treaty was one of the several that was officially that officially ended five years of conflict at the end of World War One, mm. And it was actually outlined the conditions of peace between Germany and various allies led by, for instance, the um, the United States, the, uh, France and the United Kingdom. And it actually forced Germany to surrender of their colonies, and so it actually uh, the the peace treaty actually brought about the whole end of World yeah. War One. I. I think what's super interesting about the the Paris Peace Conference and the Versailles Peace Treaty is that it didn't work. <laughs> like, yeah, because there was still yeah, it um, was it was an endeavor. Yeah. to try and bring peace among the nations. And after a conflict as catastrophic as World War One, Europe was really in a position where they were like, we do not want to fight anymore. In fact, yeah. you know, it was called the Great War, but another 
aspect of people's view of World War One or the Great War at the time was that this would be the war to end all wars. They're like, from mm. this point forward, when when we've seen this height of bloody conflict mm-hmm. that we've never seen before, mm. short like millions and millions of people die. Millions. They're died. like, surely we're done with conflict. Like, yeah. let's move on. Yeah. But it's unfortunate that it was the very treaty that had been written and established to, in order to enable peace caused World War Two. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that it did is it put heavy, very, very heavy um, restrictions on Germany itself. Mm. And particularly, Germany was having to pay all this compensation. They, were, they had to give up their colonies. They did. But the compensation and the, the tariffs and everything yeah. that went on Germany, all of these restrictions, led to a nationalist uprising known as the, the Nazi Party, the, Nazi, yes. the National Socialists. Yeah, yeah. And so... As a result, you had this... It was kind of a... The the Nazi party existed as a revolt to the Paris Peace Treaty. It was that, hey, you know, you don't have the right to tell us what to do. And, you know, what came out of that was the even further catastrophe of... World War Two and yes. the even more millions of deaths that yeah. happened there, like far grander scale than World War One, And so it's unfortunate that... I, I think what we really see here is... I, people want peace, I think, in some sense. They're, they're, for all that, we talked about the Just Stop Oil people earlier today. There is an endeavor, you know, it's like, oh, you know, and for those people, it seems as though, hey, yeah, if we were to just stop oil, you know, if we were just to kick oil out and get rid of it, um, then there would be peace. You know, we would have, you know, we would have that issue solved and we would stop protesting and our lives would be happy and whatnot. But it seems as though, you know, as I highlighted in the story this morning, the way in which they're going about it, to bring peace yeah. uh, leads to anything but peace. And so I think mm. it's so key when we're, I, you know, looking at this idea of Jesus as the the preacher of peace, <laughs> Jesus as the one who is actually able to make peace, mm. that he is really in the position to be able to do so because he's the only one who can a- who is able to achieve it. And that's the key, isn't it? So in contrast to the peace treaty, mm-hmm. uh, the Versailles Peace Treaty, in yeah. contrast here with in contrast here what we find mm. with um with Jesus is that he is the peacemaker he is peace but he also preached peace didn't he mm. and that's the key so hey let's pick up some of our our passage um again in Ephesians chapter 2 and let's go from verse 14 down to verse 18 because we've read those but it actually brings out we're going to unpack that more today absolutely it says for he himself is our peace who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is, the law of commandments contained in the ordinances, so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace, and that he might reconcile them both, that God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. And he came to preach and preached peace to you who were afar off and to those who were near. For through him we both have access by one spirit to the Father. Yeah, and so we can see there in verse 17 he says, He came and preached peace to you who were once afar off. Mm. So he's speaking here of the Gentiles because mm-hmm. they were afar off, didn't have Christ in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, they were considered um, you know, outcast by the Jews, not part of the Israelite nation, not part mm-hmm. of the covenant of, of Abraham and, and Jacob and Isaac. But then also... Uh, there were there were those who were near, so that's considered the Jews as the Israelite nation, the mm. chosen the chosen nation who looked 
towards the Messiah as well. But it also links in with that verse from 15 where it says, so create himself one new man from two. Okay, and yesterday we touched on the fact that the the wall there was a wall that was distinctly um, at the temple of Herod's temple, the the worship temple that divided the Gentiles from the Jews. That the only in the outer court that the Gentiles could actually be. That there were signs saying up that they couldn't come in, and that it was a death sentence if they did overstep that. Mm. But we also then unpacked about ordinances because some people actually think that the ordinances that's referred to here means that Christ. Uh, the, the death of um, Jesus's death on the cross brought about the removal or the uh, abolished the Ten Commandments, but we we unpacked the fact that it's the moral law and the ceremonial. Yeah. It's the ceremonial that that was unpacked, and yeah. that one reflects the character of God. The other one, the other one, and, and also liberates us from sin. Whereas the other one bounds binds people in sins. It's works based salvation, where the where mm-hmm. the the commandments of God are grace-based because it's in the character of God. Yeah, yeah, but absolutely. also the fact that through Jesus Christ, by him dying on the mm. cross, that symbolically is basically, not symbolically, but essentially broke down that wall between the two. And, and, and there's the freedom, freedom that the Gentiles have in actually worshipping Christ and that that any divisions between the Jews and the Gentiles represents any divisions that we have between mm-hmm. people these days, between families, between cultures, between work colleagues, that that when we have Christ at the centre of our relationship, um, in the centre of our lives, that basically those divisions uh, are, are taken away, aren't they, mm. really? Yeah, absolutely. They're eliminated, yeah, which is a beautiful thing. Those that- divisions, they're, they're broken down. I think one thing that is super important to point out in that regard, thinking about, you know, the difference between the ceremonial law and whatnot, it's that the the, the moral law of God is forever binding, it's forever with us, yes. it's forever important. And But then it's like, well, why were they called to keep the ceremonial law? And there are those who would consider themselves uh, dispensationalists, and they would say, well, they were under a different dispensation, and their dispensation was that they were saved by the law. Yeah. And the and that is just categorically incorrect. No one has ever been saved by the law That's keeping. Right. There is not a single person who has ever lived in the history of the world who could keep the law enough to save themselves. Because you can see God's grace all the way from the start of the from Old the Testament, from the very beginning. From the God's beginning grace is the right end. there. It's just that we see it, or it's mentioned so much clearer in the New Testament, so That's sometimes right. people think it's not in the Old Testament. But what is taking place in the Old Testament why they were required to keep a ceremonial law was for the purpose of education. This mm-hmm. is so important to pointed understand. Towards pointed towards Jesus. Jesus it was ordinances. And this is the whole point. It's like, why is it done away with now? It's God has saved people the same way throughout all time, by grace, through faith, through the power of his spirit, Amen. You know, through the power of Jesus' death. Amen. That's how people have been saved. Why were they called to keep those commandments? Well, up until Jesus had come, it was to teach. And that's why, by the way, these regulations were only on Jewish people and were only on the Israelites yes. um, versus like everyone is called not to murder. Not everyone is called to be circumcised. Mm. That was made so clear, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. And these uh, these educating facets mm. of the ceremonial law, well, Jesus has come. Like yes. faith has come, and that's what the Bible makes abundantly clear, particularly when you read the book of Hebrews. You know, now that faith has come, uh, book of Hebrews, book of Romans, it's like we have all of those signs and symbols have been fulfilled. The, the education has been, you know, has, has ended because, well, 
now what we can learn doesn't come from ordinances and sacrifice of lambs, but rather comes from observing Christ himself. Mm. So this is incredibly important to understand and that, you know, God has saved people the same way the, throughout all of history. And, throughout. you know, this idea of God being, you know, that we're going to be touching on even more as we get through our study today, God being, he, Jesus being a preacher of peace, mm. a, a preacher of peace, and that everyone has access to him through his Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, this is the, the reality of our situation throughout all time, that we have access to God through this proximity to him that comes via, you know, a, a, a supernatural, you know, the spirit touches our lives and our hearts, but we can have a relationship with him. He offers us grace. This is how he saves people. Isn't that powerful? Isn't He's, that beautiful? Jesus like, Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And forever. You know, That's it. this is who, what he does. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Lawson, we have our last quiz question for today, going in for the draw of Daniel Wisdom for the Wise. What's our question, Lord? All right, our question is, here we go. It says, what book of the Bible immediately follows the book of Ruth? If you know the answer to that one, 0491-064-669 is the number to text or call. Again, what book of the Bible immediately follows the book of Ruth? No, we're not looking for alphabetically. We're not looking for chronologically. <laughs> we're looking for the biblical. In the Bible. Yeah, the canonical <laughs> order of the Bible. Not the chronological, but the canonical order, which is basically you open your Bible and whatever that order is that you see in the table. Unless you've got a chronological order Bible, don't do that. And try not to go to the index right at the start of your Bible to yeah, find yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> think about it. Think about it. Hey, what comes after, think you know, about what comes it. after Ruth? You know, what, what, what's happening in that space? What kind of what kind of era is Ruth? That's right. Then such a, that's such a great story, the book of um, the whole story in the book of Ruth. Yeah, There's absolutely. so much that can be unpacked there. So 0491 is the number to text in. The number again is 0491 and you'll go in the draw for the book of Daniel, mm. Wisdom for the wise that's going to look at chapter by chapter and verse by verse practical and thorough approach um, commentary on the book of Daniel. So we're just continuing our encounter with God time, looking mm. at the book of Ephesians chapter 2. Just before we jump in, got a text message from Sky. She says, no snow here, just frost on the car, but I've been wearing wool socks for a bit now for work. <laughs> yeah, it's cold, man. It's cold. Shout out Sky for getting it done. I believe Sky is down in the Canberra area as well. We have an awesome Canberra listener base. She's not from Canberra? Man, oh, okay, well, that's close enough. That's like, Wollongong is basically Canberra. I probably offended people by saying that. But, hey, you, uh, you're listening to The Breakfast Show. And, hey, tell us about where you're from. Tell us about what's going on, what the weather's like. If you're from Darwin or somewhere where the weather's warm, please <laughs> give us some information about that. Let, Let us, us know. feel uh, We'll jealous. get on the plane for the weekend and fly up for some warmer weather. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> hey, 491 as you're saying, Danuta, talking about Ephesians chapter 2 and talking about Jesus, the preacher of peace. Yeah, that's it. Jesus, the preacher of peace. Hey, let's go to a, a few verses that are really good that tie in with today's study as mm. well, because we picked up from Ephesians 2, we're looking at verses 16 and particularly 17, where it says, He came and preached peace to you, mm. and we're afar off from those who were near. Through him we have access by one spirit of the Father. But hey, let's take a look at Ephesians 4 verse 3, because I think that's a really good one. Another 
one if you've got your if you're listening and you've got your bibles just open up to isaiah 57 verse 19 it's another great passage and we're also going to go into the book of john so we're going to do some really quick checks into those because it actually brings out about jesus being um, peace himself how he brings peace and how he preached peace as well so mm. uh lawson which one have you got there in ephesians 4 3 the bible says endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in bond of in the bond sorry of peace yeah so that word peace comes up doesn't it mm-hmm. um and and uh, it's really, really significant there that what it's bringing out is the fact about unity mm-hmm. and bond of peace. Just th- those two yeah. go hand in hand, don't they? Yeah, really? particularly so- amongst God's people, the need that there is for unity. But, well, let's read some verses and then you know, say some stuff about it. What's Absolutely. our next verse? Isaiah 57 verse 19. And then we're also going to go into John. John chapter 14 verse 27. Uh, I've got the one for Isaiah fifty-seven nineteen. Mm-hmm. It says, "I create the fruit of the leap, lips, peace, peace to him who is far off and to him who is near." Says the Lord, and I will heal him. Mm. And so Isaiah is writing that, and again, he brings out the whole peace, peace, and how far, being afar it brings us near. You know, absolutely. You know, I even anyway, we're going to unpack that more. <laughs> can you? Keen, I was about to say something. I'm keen on. I'm busting to say it. But, oh, right. Hey, <laughs> let's, go, let's go to John. John chapter 14, verse 27. Absolutely. The Bible says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. But let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Isn't that beautiful? They're actually mm. Jesus' words when he was here on this earth. Another one that Jesus actually says is John chapter 16. And mm. verse 33, have you got that one? Or shall I? John sixteen thirty-three. I can have that one. I'm just getting it turning the turning the virtual pages now the bible says these things i have spoken to you that in me you have you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer I have overcome the world. Yeah, so that's really clear in in those mm. verses, isn't it? How Jesus actually says that that in me you have this peace. Is, oh, I love that because he says it's not news. like not of yourself. Yeah, oh, this is very good news. <laughs> Super good. Yeah, yeah, peace. Like you know, don't we have storms in our lives? I mean, you've I'm sure had storms, and you know, I've had many storms mm. in my life. You know. Things come our way in our lives, but also he's, you know, talking even about that peace when we're talking about divisions that we have in families, in, and, uh, in, you know, amongst friends, amongst colleagues, Mm. and how reconciliation is important. Isn't it interesting? Have you ever found, Lawson, that when, like, somebody is really angry about something or, Mm Or you might be in a meeting, a committee meeting of some sort, and there's anger flying thick and fast, but then you answer, in a calm voice, mm. voice is really crucial, but a calm voice, calm words, and what does it do? It, it actually brings everyone down, you know. It gives you the <laughs> ability to be able to, you know, talk about things nice and, and cordially and calmly, and, and it just makes things easy. It, may, it reminds me of the passage in the Psalms where I believe it says it's like, you know, uh, a... Like anger, you know, it stirs, you know, a quick word stirs anger, but, uh, you know, patience and, and peace and calmness, it, it turns away strife and it turns away wrath. I'm kind of paraphrasing there because I don't have the, the passage up before me, but essentially it's fantastic advice to live by, you know, why, why 
bring division when there can be peace. But I, I particularly like this passage in John sixteen thirty three because the passage, another passage that really plays on my mind whenever we talk about peace here, in the book of Revelation, when Jesus says, like, I come not to bring peace but a sword. Yeah. And to divide. And then, you know, the other passage where it's like, I, you know, you will hate your mother and hate your father. And then he's like, I'm a preacher of peace. It's mm-hmm. like, how do those th- how two do things... How do they go together? How do they work hand like, in hand? Yeah. And, and, and it is quite a tension. But I, what I see here, John sixteen thirty three really gives a foundation to understanding oh, that. It says here, these things I have spoken to you that you ha- may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. So God, Jesus isn't bringing peace and good news to, well, he is bringing it to the world, but he's bringing it to the inhabitants of the world who choose him, to the mm. world itself. And as we've been reading Love and that. understanding throughout the book of Ephesians so far, the worldliness of the world, mm-hmm. the sin of the world, Jesus is coming to destroy. Love it. Jesus is coming to get rid of. Like, yeah. God hates sin, Doesn't but he? he loves you and I. And so it's right. he is wanting to give us something different from the world. He is not saying, hey, you can just stay where you are. You can just be where you're at and I'll just make everything happy and rosy. It's like, no, if you're a part of the world, you will have tribulation, Mm -hmm. but I will bring truth. I will bring peace. I will bring healing. I will bring change. I will do something in your life that is far above and better anything that the world can give you because I'm going to destroy it, man. That, and that is it. good news that God is going to get Isn't rid of this great, world. Great news. And, and and that verse concludes with him saying, be of good cheer because I have overcome, overcome the world. The world. Yep. In other words, he's saying you can't of yourself overcome these tribulations. You can't yes. overcome sin. You can't overcome these divisions that yes. come your way. He's basically saying, you know, I have done it in your place. And that's a beautiful and powerful Oof, thing. And yeah. so, so, you know, let's remember that Jesus is our peace. He is peace and he brings peace because he has overcome the world. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Grace, that is great. We're just having some disputes in the studio. And by dispute, <laughs> I mean Shell... Shell, it's just, it's just me and no, it's just me and Shell. It's just me and Shell who are just, which Shell is, yeah. <laughs> See, and you're not even pressing the right. We didn't even hear what you said. What? No, I'm, I'm supposed to be in the background. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm the lonely producer. <laughs> <laughs> right, you two. Right, okay. you two. We're it's, having more texts coming through. Shall we read some Absolutely, we should read some texts. Hey, actually, before we get into texts, let's just quickly do some answers. Oh yes, yes. We need, we need to give you guys answers. All we've done is, and hey, by disputes, we're, we're chilling. Here. We, we love each other. We're just, we're you just me, me and me and Shell just joking around. Hey. Mark one twenty two. the people who are amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, authority. not as the teachers of the law. It was Paul who was let down through the window of a basket in Damascus. It's wisdom that Job compared, you know, to gold and crystal and said they can't even equal it. They can't even get close mm. no to wisdom. No person knows their worth. Uh, according to the Levitical law, it's 10% or a tithe is what you, mm. you know, give to God. Well, Give to God. I just want to quickly say, a tithe is what God owns. In fact, God owns everything. Like, God, everything that you have, the Bible makes absolutely clear that not only did God give you your means, but give you, he also gave you the ability to make your means as well. Like, yeah, God yeah, yeah, has right. control over all of it. And so, for, for you, God could ask for 
for 90%, and that 10% we're left with would be enough for us to live on if God asked for it, like God would be the one that's supplied. But the 10% that we give back to God is, yeah, he owns all of it. That 10% is his. It that is tithe. his, and so it's about giving. It's not paying him. It's all right. It's actually about giving back to the Lord that That's it actually right. gets used for the purposes of the message to go to Absolutely. all the world. You know, I love a story. One of my friends, um, one of the, she actually started coming She started coming to church but found the Lord, you know, gave her heart to the Lord. But she said she always used to struggle in actually making ends meet financially, mm. she said, and so I thought, do I give that 10% or not? But when she started giving that 10%, she actually found she always had money left in her purse and extra that she'd never had in the past. And I've heard many stories of those many times. Mm. And I've had times where it's been hard too. And it's been Absolutely. Insane. And mm. even from a church perspective as well, you know, if, uh, there, are, there are churches who go through like financial hardships as, you know, all churches can and possibly have the ability to do but the churches who even no matter what state they're in if they're endeavoring to do evangelism and to reach people and to spend their money on reaching people that money always comes back to them absolutely because hey the simple uh, (laughs) the simple fact of the matter if you work for god he pays yep that's that's the deal if you work for god he pays and by working for god i'm not saying that everyone becomes a professional minister but if you order your finances in a way order your life in a way in which you are living to serve jesus he pays hey what book of the bible immediately follows the book of ruth it was the book of first samuel and lots of people wrote in with the correct answers there so congratulations everyone who got in for the quiz today lots and lots of answers did you want to read this text message for us denuda The one from Wayne, we've got, sorry for the delayed amen. This is referring to the prayer that you had for his prayer request. Amen. I am driving the bus. I did pull up for your prayer. You filled me with emotion of love for our Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that beautiful? Amen. And thank you Mm. again. Mm, Absolutely. Uh, beautiful. Hey, praise God. And yeah, like we said, if you have any prayer requests, we'd love to pray for you both on and off air. So send those ones in or just any thoughts to share, any blessings from your life. You know, I am really benefited to get to spend time with every Friday night. I'm a part of a different small group. Uh, Well, there's some small groups that run at Newcastle Uni. We're endeavoring to to, to do the same running down at Avondale, which is my university and the, the church that I go to, Avondale uh, University Church there. We're endeavoring to, you know, build some small groups there and, and whatnot. But um, one of my favorite times is we, we eat food together, we sing, we study the Bible, and then we sit down we split off into little groups, maybe three or four people, and we share something we learned from the lesson. But then we share our blessings and our prayer requests. Mm. And it's that time in which, you know, when people are sharing, oh, this is what's good in my life, this is what's, what I'm struggling with, no matter what background they're from, whether they're from a background of faith or not, they just open up, it just builds this unity, builds this connection. And so, hey, if you've got any blessings, any prayer requests, send them in 0491-064-669. We'd love to read them and we'd love to pray for you. Lawson, we've come to the end of our show again yes, we have. all too quickly. What are you going to get up to today? Wait, I am going to go home. I'm going to go to my mum's place. Hey. And I'm going to say hello to my mum and yeah. I'm going to... So her shower at her place has heaps better water pressure than where I live. 
So oh, I'm, cool. I'm going to so go and jump on. in the shower. Did you come with a nice shower this morning? Well, oh, you're just going to have a you know, second I, shower. I showered <laughs> yesterday. I showered yesterday. Okay, you know, it's, know. we we broadcast very early in the morning, we and do. I've, I've got other stuff to do today. So it's so I'm going to you know the blessing of radio. Even when so right now we're in our temporary studio yeah. in Kari Kari. Even when we're in an office building, is that we leave when everyone starts, yes. and so the burden to be incredibly well dressed and to wear smart casual in the office isn't necessarily you still look pretty all right today um, yeah i'm chilling dude <laughs> I, I, i'm wearing my casual clothes but hey guys we hope you have a fantastic day you can get in claim this prize again 0491 guys we want you to live your best lives and danuta what do we want them to do talk faith live faith and act faith yeah you'll be able to grow strong in jesus christ god be Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.